Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast with myself, Ashley. For those of you who are joining us here for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome to my channel. Welcome to your spiritual safe space here on YouTube and our little spiritual community where we discuss all things spiritual. So if you are interested in astrology, if you are interested in tarot and spirituality, then I'm going to need you to like, 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 comment and subscribe to this channel. Make sure you turn on your notification bell so you get a notification every single time I upload a video. Now today I want to get straight into this episode. I want to talk about the astrology for the month of August. If you haven't caught up, if you haven't watched the astrology for the month of July, I'm going to need you to do that beforehand because that will give you a lot of insight into what I may be talking about in this episode today. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Okay, so first things first, I spoke about the sun moving into the sign of Leo. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, but not too much because I did a whole episode dedicated to that, which you can find on my YouTube channel. So go and check that out. But first of all, before we enter the month of August, the sun has already moved into the sign of Leo and would have been there for a few days or a week at least. Um, and that would have been starting um, to bring this kind of fiery explosive energy that's going to um, transpire in the month of August. So for the sun in Leo, for those of you who are not aware of what that energy can bring, the sun originally rules the fifth house, which is ruled by Leo traditionally and the sun focuses on where we get our sense of energy it's you know the main source of energy for the entire solar system so it's about where we are able to find our sense of joy peace happiness um how we like to spend our time like what we like to do for fun um what we like to do to uh, bring out the playful side of us it's also the house that is associated with children so your inner child your inner wounds but also the children that you may have or children that are around you in your family network and it's also the house of creativity so it's where we learn about our talents and our gifts that are creative so this is where you'll find out you know depending on the sign on the fifth house whether you are naturally gifted in music or you're naturally a writer so if you're a Gemini cusp on the fifth house then you could have some skills to do with poetry or writing if you have Pisces for example on the fifth house then you could be a natural singer or someone who really um, understands music so you might produce music or you might just be involved in the music industry in some shape or form so that's generally the themes of the fifth house it's also where we figure out what we like so in terms of romance so what we're attracted to in terms of romantic partners so that's another thing that's significant for the month of august whilst the sun is in the sign of leo you could be um looking at ways in which you can you know spice up your your um, romantic life or you could be looking at ways in which you can put yourself out there to meet someone new so all those things could be of focus for you this month but on a collective level the sun is focused on the, the, the main stage, okay? The sun rules um, 
fame and popularity so people who are like in the fame industry or celebrities usually have like strong leo placements somewhere in their chart especially if it's at a critical degree that indicates that they will rise to fame or they will be famous some are even born into fame and that can be indicated in their chart as well but when we're talking about um as a collective there's going to be lots of um drama because that's another attribute that's associated with leo there's very um explosive dramatic energy when it comes to leos and you know them being the the center of attention or the life of the party or the person that everybody wants to get to know or wants to be around so there could be a lot of things coming up especially for any celebrities or any people in the public eye who have strong leo placements they could be of focus for the month of august so there could be something happening that's um putting them in the limelight in the spotlight okay so um i actually spoke about the leo sun a lot in my previous episodes so i'm not going to repeat myself really um like i said if you are interested then please do pause this video go back listen to that episode and then come back um and listen to uh the rest of the transits that i'm going to discuss in this video so now we're going to move into the two lunations for the month of august so on the 12th of august we have the full moon in aquarius and and on the 27th of August, we have the new moon in Virgo. So you're going to want to pencil that into your diary or put a little note in your calendar so you can be aware of these energies. Now, new moons are associated with new beginnings and um, new pers perspectives and new things coming out. So there could be some significant um, changes because it's in Virgo. It's definitely going to be towards... Um, you know our health healthcare system the the charities that are helping you know aid certain um causes um and also health health matters are going to be very significant for the um new moon in virgo and for the full moon in aquarius full moons are times where we release certain things we release um ways of doing things we release ways of thinking and because it's in the sign of aquarius this is something that's significantly to do with our mindset as a collective and how we um integrate with each other whilst we're obviously living on this planet so i don't do the in-depth lunations anymore because i've now moved on to the sun cycle so uh, apologies to any of you that are looking for um you know my typical overview of the lunations i won't be doing those anymore i will still try and make time to do um my tarot readings for the lunations though so keep your eyes peeled for those now let me slow down a bit it is so hot here in the uk like i have showered three times today already and it just doesn't feel like it's doing anything i feel like i'm just showering and then i'm sweating and i'm showering i'm sweating it's disgusting but anyways let me just take a sip of water okay so july currently we have the mercury in the sign of leo now immediately on the 4th of august mercury moves into the sign of virgo now 
let me just backtrack because I've just jumped the gun a little bit because I was supposed to mention the conjunctions on the 1st of August. So on the 1st of August, I'm pretty sure if you're watching my video, you've already heard many astrologers and tarot readers and spiritualists talk about the um, very rare conjunction happening between Uranus, Mars and the North Node. Now, I'm really excited about this energy because I'm seeing it manifesting in a very positive way. But I'm not naive. I also know there's going to be very challenging um, influences and experiences for other people and especially for us as a collective. But the most important thing is to make sure that we stay level-headed, that we don't rise to any anger or any fear and anxiety that is arising within us. We get to the root cause of where those feelings of anger or anxiety may be coming from and we try to release it as much as possible and find positive and productive ways to deal with that energy but Uranus is a personal planet for me because I'm an Aquarius rising so Uranus is like the the planet who just doesn't give a shit about all the rules and regulations that the the solar system the other planets in the solar system want to have like Saturn's like no we have to do things this way, we have to be disciplined, we have to be structured. Then we have Mercury that's always whizzing through life and just, you know, making sure, oh, we have to make sure everyone communicates effectively with each other. And then we have Venus that is just focused on, you know, the values of, of society and focused on love and everyone getting along and peace and justice. And then Uranus comes up and says, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do and you guys need to get get with the time otherwise you're going to be left behind. So Uranus brings in this energy of disruption, it brings in this energy of um, evolution, um, it brings in this energy of revolution as well. So it's very um, electrifying, okay? Like your your nerves can be very jittery during this period of time, especially as we build up to the conjunction, because there's just so much stuff going on with our nervous system. Like imagine Mercury is the communication, but Uranus is the um, the neurons. That's the they work together, but they're two separate um, kind of energies and manifestations. So when Uranus is in a very strong transit as it will be when it's conjuncting the North Node and Mars, we can find our, our um, senses are overstimulated, okay? Our nervous system is overstimulated. I have been struggling with a headache today that has just come out of nowhere. So unexpectedly dealing with a headache, it's probably to do with the bloody heat, um, but also because I'm getting so many messages, so many downloads that my my mind is like trying to keep up and, um, you know, retain all the information I'm receiving. So some of you could be struggling with that. If you're really tuned in, tapped in, turned on, plugged into the, um, the, the universe, if you're really connected to your spiritual nature, then you can feel like there's just so many things that you're being told, um, intuitively that it's a lot to deal with. And I'm getting a pain right in my, my, my third eye as I'm talking about this, but yes. So that's Uranus. Uranus is going to come along and say, you know, I don't care about the rules. I don't care about the regulations. At the end of the day, this needs to be done and it needs to be done now. And I don't care who's on board, but whoever's not on board is going to get on board because I basically call the shots right now. That's Uranus. And then we have Mars, who's in Taurus, who is like, this is not fun because Mars is a fiery energy and Taurus is an earth energy. And to be frank, 
Taurus moves too slow for Mars, okay? But the good thing about Mars and Taurus is that Mars is being taught resilience, it's being taught restraint, it's being taught to um, take its time, to be slow, to be intentional about where it's putting its energy and what it's trying to achieve. It's about building um, a solid foundation because that's what Taurus is focused on, solid foundations and clear roadmaps to the destination. So Mars is kind of in a uh, situation where it's being taught um it's been here many times so there's obviously some things that mars still has to work on which will probably be around aggression and expression of anger and um you know how we go after what we desire what we desire and whether what we desire is actually for our highest good and best interest and that's where the north node comes in because the north node is going to show you whether what you're doing in regards to your future uranus is is in alignment with what you need to be doing right now. And if you're putting your energy, Mars, into something that is not alignment with your soul's true calling, which is your North Node, then you're going to find that this period of time is very challenging for you because Taurus is a fixed sign, okay? Taurus likes to do things my way or the highway. And sometimes this means that they are very stubborn, and they're not open to other people's um, input and they're not open to different perspectives because as the, the way that they see is that their way is uh, a way that they've mapped out for themselves and it's tried and tested and it works. So why would I do anything different? Um, but eventually things have to change. One of the qualities that Taurus needs to learn to adapt is to be adaptable and be um, agile and being versatile. And therefore when we're able to really tap into those attributes, we allow ourselves to be a lot more fluid and to go with the flow of things. And when we go with the flow of things, the universe can easily guide us to where we need to be. Now, if you know the door is locked or the door is closing, or let's say the elevator is closing and you're like really far away, but you're determined to get in that elevator, even though you know you, you're not going to make it or you, you know that you can wait for another one and you get to that elevator and the door closes and you start pulling, trying to pull the doors apart, like eventually you're going to surrender because it's like, there's no point in me doing this. There's another way, there's an alternative route for me to get to where I need to get to. And that's kind of the energy that this Uranus, Mars and North Node conjunction is bringing in. And Scorpio so Scorpio has been the south node for 18 months so it started in December slash January depending on what um what astrology software you're using so for that 18 month period there's going to be something significant about your north node that you're learning now for example my actual north node is in Scorpio and my south node is in Taurus so my lesson overall in life is to learn how to be a lot more spiritual is to learn how to um transform and to let um things you know die let go of things and then rebirth things um and to to move away from being focused on stability and foundation consistently and i guess pleasing other people all the time because tourists can be people pleasers because they're ruled by venus but in this transit, my north node is in Taurus, which is in my fourth house, which means that I'm focusing on 
some sort of relationship between my emotions and my home foundation and how I connect to the outside world. So when you're looking at your chart, you want to be mindful of where your actual north node and south node are and where this transit is transiting because they're going to be two different energies, but focusing on, um, you know, the energies in those houses that they're in. Okay, so as a collective, I definitely feel like Mars is bringing in this energy where we have to destruct the current state of affairs we have to break down the current system the current structures because they're not working bearing in mind our north node is for us to be more independent to be less dependent on the state to be less dependent on government to be less dependent on people telling us what to do mars in taurus is going to give us all individually the end the energy collectively to pursue our own individual callings and when we pursue our own individual callings inevitably the systems that we have been i guess building or um you know fighting tooth and nail to save are going to crumble so at least when they crumble we have our own foundations to fall back on the problem right now is that if the government was to fall if the currencies were to fall if the banking system was to fail if the um, farming situation was to get 10 times worse none of us would have or rather a majority of us would not have some sort of backup plan that is a message to any of you that are listening to this video and take it as the universe speaking to you today. If you see this message, if you see this video, you need to plan ahead, okay? The next couple months are going to be pretty tough for everybody. And if you do not plan ahead, you're going to struggle with all the other people that don't know what's going on. Now, the systems that are in position at the moment are not going to continue being the same way okay uranus like i said is going to come in it's going to disrupt things it's going to shake things up it's going to do things its own way and we're going to have to just deal with it we're going to have to just get on board and we're going to have to just go wherever uranus is going now bearing in mind uranus rules technology all this technology that we have is ruled by uranus all this future orientated technology like the the cars that self-drive the ai um the virtual living spaces all this stuff is ruled by uranus so i feel like during this transit there could be some significant um information or news that's released about technology or some discoveries about um some things that are being brought into place that are going to help us advance in the future definitely help humanity advance but bearing in mind that Mars is at play here, there can be significant disruptions before we get to um, enjoy the fruits of our labour when it comes to um, identifying these new technolo technological sources because we have to um, really put these things to the test before we can roll them out. So there's going to be certain, let's say there's a... Uh, internet blackout or uh, a power there's gonna have to be some backup plan that has been tried and tested that we know we can use in the future if such event happens again okay 
I think that's the main thing for the Uranus and Mars and North Node conjunction. Like I said, if you are on a path at the moment in your life where it doesn't feel like this is your calling, where it doesn't feel fulfilling, where it doesn't feel like it brings you happiness, Uranus is going to come and just there's going to be an external influence that forces you to make a decision, that forces you to move, that forces you to get on board with a different um, a different plan, a different perspective, because it may be that you've been stalling, you've been taking a very, very long time, and you've not been um, being responsible and accountable for your own happiness and success. So... Again, another warning to you guys, if you feel like you're not on the right path, now is the perfect time to start taking action, especially, like I said, because Mars is here, Mars is action-orientated, Mars in Taurus is about your ability, your ability to manifest, your ability to attract, your ability to build a solid foundation, your ability to um, maximise your resources. If you start putting things in motion then the north node is going to bless you if not if you're going to sit on your ass and wait for the external influences to kick you up the bum then you're going to have a very rude awakening okay so enough of the mars uranus and north node conjunction let's move on to uh mercury entering virgo on the 4th of august so a lot of the things that i get are downloads so they're not I don't have any evidence for these things that I feel, but, you know, the the time will tell whether I'm accurate or not. But for this specific transit, Mercury entering Virgo whilst the sun is in Leo gives me military presence, some sort of military um, issue, some sort of world, um, you know, challenge struggle that's going to occur um and because we're talking about you know the potential of war especially because jupiter is in aries we have mars in taurus which is about you know fighting over land or fighting over resources or trying to um dominate certain spaces i feel like there could be some sort of eruption when it comes to the ukraine and russian situation and maybe troops are deployed from other countries to help out or rather um russia now decides that they're going to invade other countries i don't know if that's gonna i don't know if that's even possible because i'm not sure what the current state of affairs is i don't know if they're getting anywhere close to you know a victory with ukraine but it seems like there's going to be some sort of warlike energy, some sort of um, battle, especially I see a battlefield, some sort of um, challenge where people are going to be fighting for something, especially if it's to do with land, okay? Taurus is about Earth, it's about land, so Mars in Taurus is, you know, protecting one's land, protecting one's resources. Um what else did I have here? Yeah, I think there's potential for very explosive energy. Um, it might be, I don't know why I heard a nuclear war, but it may be that Uranus is involved in the mix. Okay. So Uranus, um, new technology, 
maybe there's some sort of threat that nuclear bombs or nuclear weapons some sort of new nuclear weapon is going to be used maybe china has some 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 new nuclear military weapons that they're going to supply um you know russia with i don't know i'm just talking out of my ass right now because all these things are just coming to my head and i have no idea what is <laughs> what is true or what isn't so i'm just gonna say what i feel and what i hear but maybe there's some sort of nuclear um waste or, or or weapon weaponry or bombs that's going to be um spoken about in the news because mercury again is focused on the communication and in virgo it's about the finer details the little details so there may be something that we don't know at present that is going to be spoken about in regards to nuclear energy or nuclear wars or whatever around the 4th of august um i think there could be some mass accident causing healthcare services and charities to get overwhelmed so again if if i'm if i'm correct in feeling like there may be um some sort of nuclear issue that means a lot of people will be admitted to hospital and that means there may be a state of emergency and there may be a high level of casualties also people being arrested or imprisoned for trying to challenge the status quo thinking outside of the box obviously with Uranus here and coming up with bright ideas so there's going to be a lot going on guys I just see a lot of I don't want to say violence but violence if I'm being brutally honest a lot of violence a lot of um challenges a lot of turn and throwing a lot of you know ego being thrown around weight being thrown around you know threats people making threats so I just want to say please do make sure you check in with yourself regularly check your anger check your temperament um you know remove yourself from any situations that may make you irritated or agitated because Mars can make you extremely agitated and irritated with people and things um but yeah there could be potential here for a lot of um disruption when it comes to you know um physical violence i think like i said if there's a mass accident then there's going to be a significant impact on our day-to-day -day activities i.e transport work school shopping etc because um it's in the sign of virgo so virgo is focused on our daily activities and our daily routines so there could be some disruption um taking place there um on august the 21st mercury will oppose neptune so there's going to be a lack of clarity about anything that transpires this entire month okay like i said the sun is in leo so there's this um this fame factor this dramatic energy this theatrical energy at play so there's going to be a lot of dramatize dramatization a lot of panic and fear being spread um so we need to be mindful of that and there's not going to be a lot of information that is factual about whatever's being told to us so it's very important that you connect connect with your intuition your higher mind your higher consciousness because mercury is the mundane way of thinking and doing things whereas uranus is the higher octave of mercury the higher mind so you need to think with your nervous system your intuition your senses especially with taurus here your senses are going to be heightened so rely on what you feel in your in your chest what you feel in your heart what you feel um coming through your your intuition you know don't just take things that you see on the news or what people are saying at face value because there can be some lack of clarity and truth behind 
these things that are being spread um we want to be mindful of the potential for accidents overall so on an individual level especially for you guys who have um you know this conjunction between the three planets happening in a in a place where there's potential for you to really harm yourself um for example or for someone to cause harm to you so for example if your um conjunction with mars uranus and the north node is happening in the eighth house there's potential for someone to maybe be um abusive towards you or physically um cause harm to you if it's your 12th house then there's potential for someone to be um you know an enemy that you don't know about a hidden enemy someone who who maybe tries to um, you know put you in a situation where you're isolated from other people um, or you could end up in prison because you do something off the back of this energy so you definitely be mindful of that and then for others of you like if your conjunction is happening in the fourth house you want to be mindful of um, accidents around the house I personally have my conjunction in the fourth house it hasn't even gone into transit yet but I have cut myself like cutting um, vegetables at least three times I've been walking into things and you know ended up with bruises and stuff like you just need to be a lot more mindful of your surroundings and what you're doing on the day-to-day basis to make sure that you don't cause any harm to yourself and make sure you're protecting yourself from any one who can exploit you or abuse you or cause you any any harm basically on the 26th of august mercury will enter libra so the quest for peace love hope and justice for the people will be of great focus we'll be looking for balance fair fairness and equal outcomes for all now i feel like this is strongly to do with um the rise in prices for food for shelter for clothing like things are just getting ridiculously out of hand and i feel like there's going to be a lot of protest a lot of strikes a lot of resignations because people are not happy with the fact that nothing is being done for everybody about the the rise in living like the rise in the cost of living okay so there's going to be a lot of talk or a lot of organized um protest around the government needing to come up with some sort of strategy to help people in positions of need um, it feels like the divide as well between ordinary people and people who are seen as, you know, um, lower class is getting very small. Um, the gap between the rich and the poor is growing significantly, but we used to have the people who lived in between the middle class. That seems like it's just fizzing away. Like the middle class is like, what is that even? Because the, the way things are becoming inflated it's almost as if even if you're in the middle class you're basically as worse off as those who basically have little to nothing okay um and this brings in a new crisis to try and damage cohesion and cause disruption and i think this is going to be in regards to food like i said in uh the previous segment of this video 
if you can go and get yourself prepared if you can buy like tinned food if you can stock up on water and essentials please do do that because with the disruption of like supply chains and um, things being able to be transported through um, different countries there's going to be a lot of issues when it comes to being able to access resources, basic resources, basic necessities. And the last thing you want to do is wait till last minute before you realise, shit, things are getting, um, you know, out of hand and I ain't got, you know, nothing to really hold myself for the couple of months that these disruptions may be um, going on for. So you definitely want to, like I said, if you're hearing this message, go out there, stock up on a few essentials um, and just make sure you, um, you know, tell your families and friends to do the same thing. Um, so one of the things that came up for Mercury in Libra was being careful of conniving and cunning energies. So people who seem to have all the answers and solutions to a problem. For example, in the UK, this um, Sunak guy running for prime minister um, and has already made claims that he would be able to, you know, do certain things. Like he was involved in parliament and kind of put us in the predicament that we're in. So why would we trust him now to, you know, run as prime minister and kind of save the day? Like it's just not possible. I feel like he just wants to uh, run for prime minister for his own, his own social gain, his own ego. Um, and we will be very stupid to pick him as someone who's going to replace Boris Johnson if Boris Johnson even bloody leaves that position. I know he's resigned, but you know things happen things change and you know sometimes they just say things to shut us up um but yeah you want to be uh mindful of you know any cunning and conniving energies people saying things but not really meaning what they're saying and then later on you know you've agreed to something and then later on you find out that actually there's all these terms and conditions that they didn't share with you or that rather you didn't see um and now you're stuck in an agreement that you know doesn't serve your best interest you want to be very careful about that because it feels like people are going to be out for their own gain especially with the sun in leo people are going to be out for themselves every man for themselves they're going to be putting themselves first so be very mindful of people trying to sell you a good game because there could be something behind it that you just ain't seeing yet let's move on to venus on august 11th venus will enter leo <sighs> we can't catch a break i mean leo in um Venus in the sign of Leo is a good transit for romance, good potential for some excitement in your romantic relationships. Uh, it can mean that you, um, you know, spend a lot more, you spend a lot more on activities. So like going out, going partying, clubbing, or going out to eat, or just, you know, being in places where you're like a socialite. So there's lots of people around and you're networking. But there's a great um, potential here for, you know, those of you who are looking for romance to find someone who ignites that fire, ignites that passion within you. With the North Node and Uranus conjunction as well. And then 
you know, obviously this is days after this happens, but Venus entering Leo, there is potential. Uh, it just came back to me. There is potential for some of you to meet your soulmate, 100%, to meet someone who is uh, you know, feels like your soulmate, who feels warm, who feels familiar, who feels like you've known them in a previous lifetime. And they may be completely different to your normal type of person, like the normal type of person you'll go for. They might not be your type on paper, okay? But <laughs> there could be a very strong connection that you have to this person. Um, they could bring a lot of energy into your environment and it can be very exciting. So those of you who are looking for romance, definitely make sure you put a note in your calendar that Venus enters the sign of Leo on August the 11th. So you can be aware, you can make sure you put yourself out there, go and do all the things that you like to do. You never know who you're going to meet when you're walking down the road. Um, Venus has a lot of aspects and contact with um, other planets this month so this tells me there's no rest for the wicked okay <laughs> there's no rest for the wicked so bearing in mind Venus rules Taurus as well so there's going to be a lot of uh, extra focus on the houses that Taurus is ruling in your chart and also an extra energy boost towards the themes of that house and Taurine energy so um yeah I just see a lot of conflict to be honest with you I see a lot of conflict about resources about things that bring up bring us pleasure so definitely to do with like finances to do with the stock market to do with crypto to do with anything that is evolving that evolves around money or resources or production or consumerism there's going to be a lot of um discussion and focus on that on the 25th of august venus squares the north node on the 27th venus will square uranus and on the 28th venus will oppose saturn so the north node is in taurus Uranus is in Taurus and Saturn is in Aquarius. So this is like people, people versus, um, you know, people in positions of power, in positions of um, fame. There could be some falling out between celebrities and people, okay? Because it could be like, okay, you know, the people are what make people famous but famous people don't always give back to the people that put them in the position of advantage that they're in. So there could be some arguments or some, you know, disruption when it comes to the relationships that people have towards or people have with people who are in positions of um, influence, especially when it comes to influencers. Um, there could be a lot of conflict arising there. So uh, I've got here further disruption to supply chains, to produce, farming, businesses being hit by inflation, businesses closing down 100%. Um, you might hear news of like um, online chains or shops and branches just suddenly closing. 
I noticed, um, I think it was back this year, early this year, I was speaking about this and only a small amount of shops started closing, but they were all a bit under the radar. We're now going to start seeing in the news, oh, this particular chain or brand has closed this amount of shops this year, or they're moving to online, um, more online presence because they can't afford the rent for, you know, a building, etc., etc. I think when it comes to uh, um, companies as well, like working from home is really going to be pushed. I actually foresee, okay, this might be me projecting way far into the future, but I actually had felt and foreseen that a lot of companies are going to have to give up their buildings. One, because they can't afford the rent. Two, because it's not efficient. Like they're just spending lots of money on the rental of a building for people to be working from home or people to prefer working from home. And I think a lot of people are going to be moving back to that model of working, especially if there's a lot of strikes and a lot of opposition from people um, in the public about inflation and having to travel, you know, transport is going up. So how am I supposed to travel to work? Um, also find money for my bills and find and food and still afford to live my life. Like people are just going to decide they're not going to do it. And if the government are not going to do something about these rising prices, then they're going to start making their own calls and judgment on how they will work. Um, I think this is good because it means that we're taking back control of our lives, but also it gives people the freedom working from home to actually spend more time uh, giving energy to their, you know, side hustles or their hobbies or, and their interests. And that can potentially turn into a way that they make their main source of income and free them from, you know, having to adhere to the, the typical nine to five arrangement or having to work for someone else. Okay. Let's try and speed this up. Okay. Also, I got here that with Venus entering Leo and um, facing all these um, aspects, people will be looking for alternative methods and ways of attaining food. So, um, like I mentioned before, people are definitely going to be stocking up. People have been um, planning ahead, stocking up since last year, like since the whole you know situation with pan with um, COVID had taken place. People have been making sure that they've got their own resources. So people are growing like vegetables in their garden on or on their window ledge people are you know changing to vegan diets because like there's going to be lots of issues um surrounding like farming so now is going to be a time where we see a significant increase in those kind of um approaches to finding resources or um efficiently using resources all right so um, one thing to be mindful of is that these issues with food shortages, with, you know, the banking system failing, like prices going up, it's something that has been expected, especially after the fallout of the pandemic, but it's been a slow and steady decline, okay? So it's only going to continue going this way. So it's very, 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 very important that you guys find alternative ways of making money, find alternative ways of obtaining resources, of obtaining food, and find a way to minimize the amount that 
that you rely on external sources for stability and um, a sense of foundation because they're not going to be able to give it to you all right so we can see clearly what is causing a feeling of stagnation and the challenge is breaking away from these restrictive energies like i just described like relying on these systems allowing them to have all the responsibility to have the entire world basically in their hands is a challenge and it's creating a sense of restriction so now our purpose and our goal is to break away from these um these you know these chains by being more independent which is what Taurus wants to achieve okay last but not least I think he no I lied I've got one more um two more transits Mars enters Gemini on August the 20th so I feel like this is a tough month, honestly. So we're going to have control through rapid spread of misinformation and anxiety being, you know, you know, forced down our throats. You know, there's going to be so much crap in the media about, you know, all the bad things that's happening. Um, and it's going to be done in a way that's not factual, that doesn't help us prepare for the issues that are coming. So it's better to find reliable sources so you can get a, a proper clear understanding of what's happening and what we can do to kind of you know, keep our head above water during these challenging times. Um, Gemini is obviously ruled by Mercury. So these two energies work together well because they're familiar to each other. So Mars in Gemini is uh, uh, air energy and um, Mars likes to be in air signs because they actually move quick like a fire sign as well. The only thing is that, you know, air and fire can be widespread and that can be you know a very dangerous situation that arises from that energy um mars likes movement so whatever uh transpires with mars in gemini mars is going to really enjoy it because mars has been in taurus for a little while okay eventually mars will go retrograde so that's going to be interesting um transit to talk about closer to the time but one of the things that i saw with mars entering gemini is that there's potential for trickster or cunning and conniving and clever energy uh, also charming so someone who is in position of power or trying to go for a position of leadership may be appearing as charming and like I said they might just appear like they have all the solutions to the problems but in reality they don't and just like everybody else they will get in positions of power and of, of leadership and they will just under deliver like everybody else does when they do the same thing so um there's also this energy of being restless or being bored for you as an individual and feeling highly strong like you have a lot of energy to not really do things but you i mean you could have you could spend a lot of time thinking um so having like excessive thoughts or you could feel like you just have a lot of energy to communicate to converse with other people um so you might want to uh 
find yourself in situations where you're doing more networking or you're having more meetings or more social events you could also be using social media a lot so for some of you who are in positions where you use youtube or you use your platform to influence others you could find that during this mars in gemini transit that there's a lot of energy for you to put out content and in return you have a lot of people following you and connecting with you um you can also feel very anxious and nervous. Originally, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, so it's about our mental state, and Mars kind of can make us feel, um, you know, like we have a lot of energy, and a lot of energy can transfer in, can transpire into feeling anxious or nervous. You could also find that you have a lack of focus because there's just a lot of going, a lot of energy going back and forth, and um, it can be very hard for you to you know stay focused on one thing or to stick to a routine or to stick to specific timelines and goals and you can find that your communication with others becomes a bit um, aggressive or assertive and maybe you're impulsive so you say things impulsively and you don't think about the consequences of what you've said and maybe you might upset some people so you need to be mindful of that um we also have, lastly, Uranus going retrograde on the 24th of August. So like when I spoke about in the very beginning of, you know, the Mars, Uranus and North Node conjunction and external influences being brought in to, you know, push people on the right path and to encourage you to make changes. When Uranus goes retrograde, you're going to be sitting and really analysing those changes or you might have to do a significant amount of legwork to actually make space in your environment, in your life and in your emotional and mental well-being for you to take, um, you know, time to process what is happening around you and what is happening in your life because there are going to be significant changes for some of you there's going to be massive changes where like your whole life changes or your whole relationship with someone changes or your whole career changes and obviously that's going to take some um, adjusting too so you want to be mindful of that lastly i just want to say with the uranus and mars and north node conjunction is that it is at a 18th degree in taurus and when i was preparing for this episode spirit was like make sure you go and read the the explanation of 18 degrees taurus from your inside degrees book so here we are inside degrees by elias Lonsdale, one of my favourite books, he describes 18 degrees of Taurus as a woman with hundreds of breasts. <laughs> with a woman with hundreds of breasts. The fruit of the vine, limitless supply is the rhythmical law of the Divine Mother. There are those who are given over to the Divine Mother and her earthly counterpart, she of earth and who are called upon to give off something beyond them and to do so selflessly. A heavy responsibility to take on because there are no boundaries to it. A certain rapture in being able to, to serve in this fashion with multiple undertones of realisation and fruition. Yet the ritual gesture, the signature is so given over to the mother that that what dominates every breath is the explicit need that is here. To live inside that need, to be surrounded by, by it everywhere, to know only that there is somebody that is everybody here who asks, who must have sustenance and inspiration. The growing into the task, the becoming worthy of the investiture and sing, sing, singular dedication to complete 
to the mother's satisfaction all that is intended in perfect conscious endowment so this tells me basically that we have to go through a period of time where we understand that we serve the earth not that the earth serves us okay it's only that we realize that we are serving the earth, that we are supposed to put the earth first, that we are supposed to have the earth in our best interest, that we can bear the fruits of that serving that we do for the earth. Without that understanding and without that demonstration of love for this planet that we live on, eventually we will all just die and we will return to the earth and the cycle will start and, you know, it will go on as it has been going on for the longest while. There's potential here with this triple conjunction for us to recognise how important it is for us to connect with our feminine nature, to connect with the earth, to feel at oneness with our surroundings and to tap into the strength and the the benefits of our sensuality and our senses because that's what Taurus is focused on. So your senses are going to help you connect with your intuition and your intuition is going to help you choose the right path and find your way to the things that you need to be doing right now you may not be able to see the bigger picture you may not be able to um understand every fine detail about what it is that you're feeling pulled and called to do but like uh the the reading i just gave said there is potential here because there's a hundred breasts basically like everyone can be fed from the the fruits of this earth but we have to be mindful of the fact that we serve the earth and not the other way around the moment we start or the the fact that we have been abusing the resources here is the reason why we're ending up in these predicaments where there's going to be earthquakes where there's going to be droughts where there's going to be a significant rise in temperature in certain areas of the globe is because we have been misusing and mistreating this very earth that has given birth to all of us so that is my overview of the month of august this is the longest overview i've given but it needed time because there was a lot of of energy for us to unpack there's a lot of transits and aspects that you need to be mindful of so please 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 if you enjoyed this episode do not forget to like comment and subscribe it really helps the channel reach those who may need to hear these messages and i appreciate every every single one of you that has taken the time today to sit through this episode whether you're on youtube or whether you're on uh listening via podcast so thank you so much i'll be back soon very soon with additional readings tarot readings for you guys um i will be on holiday soon so maybe i'll have a chance to post one before then if not i'll do so as soon as i'm back please feel free to email me at spiritualaf at outlook.com if you have any questions in regards to spirituality or astrology that you want to discuss or you have any topics that you would like me to cover. So until then, I wish you guys a, a great end to the week and I hope you have an amazing weekend and we will speak very soon.